Brown Street slash Tulsa, Oklahoma, 100 years later. Before I go into my presentation, I want my listeners to understand the seriousness of this video podcast. On, on this video podcast, we don't have the luxury of sugarcoating. This is why I called the show Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. It does not have to be in the black ghettos, but our focus is on bringing basic resources to our brothers and sisters who are trapped in American ghettos, starting in Chicago. I've been on Facebook for 17 years, day after day, week after week, month after month, and year after year. I have been posting my blogs on social media. Every Thursday, I try to discuss topics to get people on my friends list and people in my social groups to participate with me in real time on the show through Facebook Messenger. This is why I am reaching out to the global black family. You can help help me get my help me get the ball rolling by sharing my video podcast and purchasing my ebook on my author page on Amazon for nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And also encourage your family and friends that live abroad, let's say um, in Europe, America, and in Canada. That would definitely help speed up the process because the sooner I'm able to raise the funds for my film, the sooner I can get this um, film um, fully um, made and um, be able to launch our African tours. We want to visit 10 African nations, and in each African nations, I want us to be able to connect with people that's on my uh, friends list, especially from Gurkai of Africa, business um, African um, entrepreneurs, as well as um, African um, uh, Christian leaders. Okay, so with that being said, last week marked the 100th anniversary of the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre, where over 800 African-Americans were attacked from both the air and the ground, and one of the worst days in American history. We will examine the lessons learned from Black Wall Street. Those of you who do not learn from those of you who do not learn from their history are doomed to repeat it. I created the grassroots community activist movement for one reason, and that is to provide a safe place where black people can obtain reliable information that can help improve our social economic condition. The question is, why did I have to create GRCAM? Because if I don't do it, who will? Black people are the victims of a racist campaign aimed at robbing us from obtaining wealth and power in America, and I can prove it. Although we're no longer bound by physical chains, we are psychologically and socioeconomically. This is the strategy that white supremacists is using. 
America had nothing until African slaves were brought here against their will. As I mentioned in my revised book, our ancestors created wealth for the financial elites through cotton, sugar, and tobacco. The financial elites did not compensate our ancestors for their labor. As black people in America, the dominant culture still view us as a slave class. This is why they continue treating us as third and fourth class citizens. I've tried to teach my group members this for 17 years now. My goal this year is to connect with other like-minded black people on my friends list and in my social groups so that we can move to the next level, which is to get our story on the big screen and on DVDs in order to reach the global black family. The competition of a race is to determine who will be the owners and who will be the workers. Individualism is based on capitalism. The person focused only on themselves and their immediate family. This person also becomes Americanized. They use tunnel vision or focus on the pie in the sky. Without black support, I'm unable to do my job. And this is the dilemma I face. This is also why the Tulsa race massacre of 1921 is so important. The dominant culture is teaching our children about LGBT history and also they are t um, telling our um, children that they are immigrants. Also, they're trying to say that the slave trade did not really happen. This is why we need to create our own schools and I'm trying to do that. The dominant culture tells us that Whatever position you are in, it is because you have not worked hard enough. The Tulsa race massacre is the epitome of that kind of thinking. Just think about this picture for a moment. Our ancestors, just a generation out of slavery, had created their own neighborhood and a successful business in a place called Black Wall Street. White supremacist was proud of the Tulsa race war or race massacre so much that they used postcards to brag about what what took place. It was one of the those practices in which racist people would um, memorialize their heinous crimes against humanity. Black people started talking about Florida, uh, which is um, Rosewood, North Carolina, that's um, Wilmington, and Oklahoma, which is Tulsa. Black people across the United States of America was improving their social economic status. Our group was sabotaged because we were succeeding. American society did did something that it did not do to other groups. We were targeted against, starting with Jim Crow and the Homestead Act. For example, in Wellington, black people was the majority of the population. 
Back then, a majority of blacks were Republicans. Black people were gaining economic success and political power. White privilege was threatened by a black citizenry that was building for itself and was getting control of the money. This prosperous black community was overthrown by an armed white supremacist who got together, went to City Hall with their guns and forced black politicians to resign. They don't teach you this history in public schools. This was a coup on American soil to remove black to remove the black population from political power. Well, Wilmington got lit on fire because black people created Black Wall Street. When black people are allowed to compete and nobody coming in, changing the rules or rigging the system or enacting impotent domain and everyone is on an equal playing field, watch the outcome. They use the state Democratic Party handbook of 1898. It laid out their goal con, con, um, consolidate the, the white vote by causing white resent, resentment. I post the link on my medium page. When you look at your family and notice that they didn't have anything, keep looking back at your family tree. Then you will realize why. When you when we talk about knowing the numbers and having the data, that's important part of doing the research. You have a society that enacted Jim Crow laws to stop us economically. The, fin- fi- the financial elites encourage more immigrants from Europe through the Homestead Act. This reminds me of the words of Dr. John Henry Clark. Society understands that they cannot properly educate black people because when a person is properly educated, then he understands that you will no longer ask for power. Instead, you will take power. If you want to know what happened to us in, or our people in Rosewood, Wilmington, and Tulsa, this is what happened. Black people worked hard, but government policies have taken everything away from us. We are the only group who built anything with no assistance, no homeland of our own, no ethnic identity to rely on. We are the only legitimate hard working pull yourself up by the bootstraps Americans. Once our ancestors left those plantations, they didn't have anything and yet somehow they survived American slavery. America owe us a blood debt. America took money, land, and dreams from our ancestors. American, America continues to rob us of generational, generational wealth because racism is in real estate. For example, black people in Chicago pay more in property taxes than their white counterparts. When it's time to get money, our homes are appraised low in value, but at the tax assessor's office, our homes are overvalued. When it's time for us to borrow money, 
our homes are undervalued at the at the bank. But when it's time to pay taxes, our homes are overvalued at the tax assessor's office. This is proof that there is an ongoing campaign of robbing black people of generational wealth. We are being targeted and robbed at the Barack at the bureaucracy level, economic level, and at the political level. We did not fall into a permanent underclass. We were pushed. We did not fall into poverty. We were pushed. Nobody has had to overcome institutionalized racism where there's an obstacle waiting for us on every turn. The Jewish uh, people teach their children about Nazi Germany. We have to teach our children about American slavery and about reconnecting with Africa. Understand Tulsa can happen again. Next time, the white supremacists will not show up alone. They will come with their buffer classes and their collaborators. The deliberate targeting of black generational wealth has been the primary priority of the American social order. The lessons of Tulsa is obtaining tangibles and concrete resources. And again, I want to encourage my uh, listeners, if you want to um, know more about this stuff in details, I have uh, all that stuff posted on my Medium page where you can uh, watch videos about um, the Tulsa massacre. You can also hear about the uh, I think it's two people that's uh, actually still living that experienced um, the um, the race riots that took place in Tulsa. So um, again, I recommend that people that's listening or watching my video podcast for you to um, follow me on my uh, medium page so that way you can have access to my actual speech because that's what I'm actually reading right now. Um, let's see. Um, well, Wilmington, Tulsa, and, and Rosewood, then you know that we have to start owning things in the black community and stop patronizing these other groups. You can start practicing group economics by purchasing my revised book or buying items from our virtual store, or you can just donate to our PayPal page. The financial elites don't want to come in our neighborhoods and live peacefully among us, but they want to colonize our community and displace us. This is why I am fighting so hard to help organize our people and make real connection with our African brothers and sisters on the continent. You can stay and continue fighting, or you can work with me and Sister Renee in setting up satellite communities within our inner cities in order to help our people who are trapped in American ghettos. We need to Watch out for these uh, sellout black politicians. The financial elites want to see us as squatters, squatters, and also landless. Look at what's going on in Harlem. Harlem was straight black. Now 
The financial elites got their foot in the door while displacing black people. We have all these NBA players and rap artists, but they don't want to invest back into the black community. No no reparation for us, but for Asian Americans in, in just one year, gets $50 million from the Biden administration as well as a COVID-19 Asian hate crime bill. They get legislation and resources. We're done supporting the electoral system without getting specific benefits for our group. The black grassroots is rising. All right, people, um, if you want to uh, come on the show, just connect with me through Facebook Messenger. Again, hit that um, phone icon to speak with me um, directly as a, a voice call or click on the camera icon to um, do a, a video call with me. Either way it goes, I will um, wait for about 15 minutes. If I don't hear from anyone, then we're just going to call it uh, a day. But um, bottom line, I don't want to continue to just uh, be behind the computer. I mean, I'm doing the best that I can within my power. Um, again, I look at this as, as a spiritual warfare at its best. And like I told many of you, once I start making money and people actually seeing, um, you know, people, the, the members are actually going over to Africa with us and, you know, uh, we want to actually try to make it like um, an African reality show so people can see that and, uh, you know, encourage more people here in America to, you know, follow suit, especially the young, because um, sitting up here fighting for a country that's, you know, very disrespectful. And, you know, like I said, I talked about, you know, um, the race uh, massacre in Tulsa. That was horrible, and then it was um, another race um, massacre with in Wilmington, North Carolina, as well as Rosewood and uh, many other ones. But those are the three main ones that stands out, you know, the most. And uh, well, that's what you know. This is all. That's what this is all about. You know, uh, just fighting the illusion. You know, in terms of. Um, being here in this uh, country. Again, I, I want to be able to take my talents and skills to the continent, but again, before I do that, I want to make sure that I get this organization started in America first, because our ancestors, again, helped build this country. And when I go to Africa, I don't want to go empty-handed. I want to bring tangibles. I want to be able to um, create jobs for our members and uh, African um I would say African youth and set up chapters in each um, country that we're going to visit. So I, I'm doing my part. So Africa, you know, if y'all serious about me coming over there and bringing the, the best of the diaspora, then go ahead and um, put me on blast. You know, let everybody uh, share this video and encourage your family and friends to uh, purchase my ebook. At least read that. That's a, you know, that's a starter. Um, and again, you know, all for all my Christian friends, just keep um, praying that the Lord would uh, connect me and Sister Renee with some grant writers here in America, at least three. 
and um, for them to come forward soon. The sooner I can get those people in place, the sooner we can start um, um, targeting these different, um, I would say, donors, sponsors, and large corporations. Because all I'm asking for is, again, is 500000 This is a wealthy uh, country. And that's no, that's like um, that's really like a, a dime in a bucket. So that's what I want to be able to do. I want to make sure that I make a quality film. I want to make sure that um, I hire quality people, qualified people, because I'm not trying to make a dud. Good, li- good liberator made in Chicago. The war against Willie Lynch begins. Is my um, story. Uh, truth be told, I wouldn't even have to do a um, film because uh, my revised book, all the uh, information is in there. I I have a detailed um, plan about what I would like for us to do here in the city of Chicago to make Chicago a model first. Um, at this point in time, I'm just going to focus on maybe just maybe uh, five other cities and then, you know, turn it over to um, qualified people that's going to carry out, um, you know, the mission. And um, I want to make sure I can sustain myself when I'm in Africa. And I want to be able to make sure that um, I have the means to be able to um, hire people once I'm on the continent to carry out this uh, organization to the fullest. Yes, you know, um, um, having the capital is, uh, that's one of the biggest setbacks for a lot of people, you know, that's trying to go into business. But that's, again, that's why I'm focusing on starting it out as a not-for-profit. We're also going to have a for-profit service-based business that's going to be part of this organization as well. And so that's what I talk about in the book. So, but um, at least um, I want people to know that I am trying to do something. And that's how come I'm doing my show. Letting people know that, hey, I'm not going to sit up here and just twiddle my thumbs. Um, Like I say, um, once, you know, I get this business up and running, everybody's going to want to come out the woodwork and want to be a part of this. Mark my words. But again, there ain't nothing changing. You know, we're still going to um, raise the, the bar in black America as well as in Africa, as well as in the Caribbeans when, when we go there, as well as in Brazil. Um, also, we um, have to be careful because of this COVID-19, so have to play things by ear. But um, I'm going to just do the best that I can while I can. And um, I'm going to just try to keep it focused. And... Um, with that being said, I'm ready to open up the phone lines. Call in if you want to talk about this um, topic. Uh, if you're not able to participate in terms of calling in on the show, don't no worries. I strongly encourage people to um, leave a comment on my Facebook page about this um, video podcast. And also, again, share it with all of your friends. We in the information age, um, or you could just say, yeah, the, the internet age. Share this video. 
Let's get this thing popping. Let's get this ball rolling. I don't have another 29 years to waste. I'm, I'm doing the best I can on, on my end. So, it's up to you, Black America. It's up to you, um, my international uh, global black family. All right, with that being said, phone lines are now open. 